Part 21 Regulus liked the cubs. Finn was a little out there, maybe, but Logan, off the ice at least, was steady and put together. Leo had snorted when he'd told him what he thought. Interesting take. They didn't seem to mind having him around, although there wasn't much time lately when Regulus didn't feel like an intruder on something. Living in his brother's house when he probably wanted to be alone with Remus, Leo inviting him over to nights that would probably feel and go differently if he wasn't there. But he didn't feel unwelcome, just out of place. Which was surprising, given the fact that he was a snake. Had been. He still felt like he was one anyway. A snake. An intruder. Out of place. And now the Lupins were here to stay and Regulus was self-aware enough to realize that he was seeing for the first time what was probably the most loving family in the entire world. Julian, sweetheart, you have to let Sirius rest. He's got some big days coming up, as you well know. Julian looked up at his mother. Regulus wasn't sure if Julian liked him all that much yet, although he didn't really blame the kid. When you were little, the rivalries seemed like full-blown military crises. That was how the lions had seemed to him, at least. A real beast, with sharp teeth. He imagined that for Julian, he had venom and a tail that rattled. But... Julian looked up at Sirius, who was playing goalie in one of the makeshift nets that he had set up in the living room. It's okay, Hope, Sirius said. We'll go another half hour? You'll go until dinner, which is in ten minutes, Hope said. Well, in that case, bud, we should go help set the table, no? Sirius stood straight from his goalie crouch. We can play more later. Really? Julian said, clutching his hockey stick. Mais oui? Allez, let's go help your dad and Rhi. It left Regulus alone with Hope in Sirius's large living room. Hope was a mother. Regulus didn't know how to put her smile and that role together yet. He watched her put her hands on her hips and look around. Even Regulus had to admit that the living room was mostly empty and bland. Sirius clearly didn't know what to do with the house besides sleep and eat there. Well, Hope said, then smiled at Regulus. Need some brightening, huh? Probably. Hope nodded. Probably. Come on, let's eat. Regulus followed her through to the dining room where Lyle was setting plates of salmon and rice down, along with a large salad. As Sirius sat down, Julian all but climbed over Remus to get to the chair beside him. Remus's eyes found Regulus's, maybe by accident, but he smiled, and Regulus did too. A little. Regulus gestured to his own chair on Sirius's other side and moved across the table instead. He sort of wanted to sit beside Hope anyway. He wasn't sure why. Here you go, sweetheart, Hope said, passing him a glass of water and a bread roll. Thank you. Family dinners had not been like this. He found Sirius's eyes and the thought seemed to pass between them. Really, the place was crawling with families. Not Sirius's house, but Gryffindor. Hogwarts Arena. Regulus had watched Logan be practically tackled by someone who could only have been Leo's mother, with her bright blonde hair. Leo's father, also blonde, had walked right up to Pascal, shaking his hand. He had a sharpie in his back pocket and a wide smile. Finn also looked just like his mother. Haley O'Hara and her dark red hair cropped in a pixie cut shared her son's easy smiles, but her startling blue eyes were her own. Ramsey O'Hara was dark-haired and brown-eyed and always videotaping. Alex had been wearing a heartthrob O'Hara t-shirt. 
Marius and Iva Tremblay were quieter, but Iva looked just like her son and kept pulling Logan into her arms, her eyes almost relieved when they looked at her son's smile. The Tremblay sisters were anything but quiet. Regulus, well surrounded, had tended to keep close to one wall. The quiet kindness of the Lupins was welcomed. Regulus also kept to himself during dinner, listening to the conversation and taking seconds and thirds of the food. Hungry teenage hockey player, Lyle laughed, raising his wine glass towards Regulus. That's something I remember, eh, Remus? Remus smiled and glanced at Sirius. I don't think the hungry part stops after teenage years, Dad. Sirius glanced up, mouthful. No, it doesn't. Regulus smiled, watching as Julian seemed to be trying to time his own bites with Sirius's. He remembered being that obsessed, only back then it was just a little brother thing, not a Captain Sirius Black thing. So, Hope said, leaning on her elbows and lacing her fingers. For the dinner tomorrow. Bree, why don't you and Sirius go get the food? Please let me go with, Julian said. Please, please, Mom. You're on house duty with me. Plus, Remus and Sirius will be going right for morning skate, so... He can come to morning skate with us, Sirius said. Remus nodded. Yeah, Mom, it's no problem. You'll both be working. Who would... I don't need to be watched, Mom, Julian begged. Please let me go. Julian, it's not a babysitter. It's just that... I can... Regulus glanced around. Not watch him, but we can hang out. The table went a little quiet. Regulus felt a little dizzy, like someone was going to swing at him. He knew that wasn't true. I'll probably go to the rink and watch anyways. Regulus continued into the quiet, looking at Julian, then Hope. I'm going out with Leo after, so... Leo Newt? Hope said and then smiled. Oh, I'm so glad you two are friends. Everyone kept saying that. Well, Jules? Hope said. All right. Okay, Julian said hesitantly, eyes on Regulus. Regulus flashed him a tight smile and then looked back down to his own plate. He volunteered for cleanup duty just so he didn't have to make conversation. It wasn't awkward, but he wasn't used to these laughter-filled living rooms. He wasn't used to Sirius's laugh. It threw him off guard. Regulus... Regulus looked up from the sink to see Remus behind him in the kitchen window's reflection. He was all shades of night until Regulus turned around and he was warm again. Remus looked almost nervous, leaning back against the refrigerator. What's up? Regulus asked. I just... Remus glanced down the hallway, then shrugged. I know. Julian's not exactly warmed up to you. Thank you for offering anyway. Regulus turned back around to the soapy water. Don't worry about that. I get it. I'd probably be the same. It's just that it it isn't you. It's... Remus, I know what it's like to be brought up in a hockey household. There's a lot of loyalty, and sometimes loyalty doesn't change easily. Regulus glanced back once more. Don't worry. I understand. I'm a snake right now. He's a lion. I'm someone who betrayed their brother, and he's someone who loves his brother more than anything. He could feel Remus's eyes on his back. I understand, he said again, and turned the water back on. Well, thank you again. I think you guys will like each other a lot. Regulus nodded. I hope so. It was the Lions' last practice before they would get on a plane for Game 1 against the Snakes. Regulus knew he would be taking a risk traveling with the team there, but he wanted to show he wasn't afraid. 
Part of him even hoped that he ran into Snape or Riddle or Malfoy or any of them just to show them he was better off. The other part of him didn't want to care what they thought. Regulus could picture the stadium and the entire green crowd that hissed and cheered. With the drums of the music, a single spotlight would appear on the ice, and with each successive beat, one of the three very familiar words, the snake's motto, always pure hockey. Toujours pure. Regulus could remember his father saying this to them growing up, accompanied by the slap of pucks against the boards and endless drills. Toujours pure. Toujours pure. Someone tapped his arm and Regulus looked up to meet Leo's gaze. He was lacing his skates. C'est va? He said, which made Logan look up. Oui. Logan said, then noticed Leo looking at Regulus, not him. Oh. C'est va? I hope you beat them. Regulus said. That's all. Well, yeah. Logan laughed, wrapping tape around his socks tightly. Me too. Regulus? Julian came up to them. He was in a Tremblay jersey today, and Logan wrestled him into a gentle headlock, making him laugh before looking back up at Regulus. Sirius is going out to warm up. Can we please go watch? Leo smiled. Take him out. Regulus couldn't help but smile too. All right. Allez. Sirius was doing shooting drills, rubbing absentmindedly at his healed ribs. It was nice to be around the sounds of the ice again. Sirius's basement didn't count. Remus was on the bench, sitting on the boards with his feet dangling near the ice. Every once in a while, Sirius would swoop by for a kiss, or to say something that made Remus laugh. The other boys were filing out slowly. Finn and Logan were passing a puck back and forth while Leo dropped into the splits, stretching and talking to them. Evgeny and Jackson were ramming each other into the boards and laughing. The atmosphere would change once Coach came out, but Regulus now knew that it wasn't like in Slytherin. There was never any silence. The laughter never went away, not even when they were working hard. Why did you leave? Julian asked suddenly. He was standing nearly pressed against the glass, watching. They made eye contact in the slight reflection from the lights. He looked just like his older brother, something people always said to Regulus, too. I... Regulus took a breath. I wanted to leave. Why? I wanted better for myself. Regulus said carefully. I think we should always want the best for ourselves, no? What if you can't have the best? My brother wanted to play hockey. Regulus glanced over at Remus, laughing as Casey squirted him with his water bottle and thought of the right words. What's best isn't always attached to a thing, a person. He tried. Sometimes it's a good attitude. What I meant was, I thought I was stuck. Then my brother showed me I wasn't. So, Sirius is the best for you? Sirius showed me that I could be the best for me. But, wait, Sirius is pretty great. So is your brother. I know that, Julian said and rested his forehead against the glass again. He was quiet, and then... You said bad things about Sirius. I saw it on YouTube. Regulus chewed on his cheek. Yeah. But then you said good things. Yeah. Did you say sorry? Regulus swallowed. Yeah. That's good. Sirius skated up fast and hard and stopped in front of the glass, knocking his helmet over where Julian had his forehead. Julian laughed and knocked gently back. Ça va? Sirius asked, glancing at Regulus. Oui, Julian replied, and Regulus nodded. Hey, Jules, Sirius said loudly to be heard over the noise of the practice. They'll reg to make you un sandwich de la rondelle in the kitchen. He skated away with a grin at Regulus, who couldn't help but smile back. 
The words brought back a memory that he hadn't thought about in a long time. It left Julian looking half expectant and half skeptical. Ellie, Regulus sighed as he pushed himself up from his seat. I'll let you in on a serious black tradition. Okay, Julian grinned. The lion's kitchen was a strange sense of deja vu. It was the snakes, only awash in brighter colors. What's a sandwich? Sandwich Ron? Sandwich de la rondelle. Regulus repeated, opening cupboards until he found bread and peanut butter and swiping a banana from the counter. It's a peanut butter and banana sandwich? Julian said. Wait, sort of, but le banane. Regulus held up the fruit. Sirius used to fry them in cinnamon and honey, and then they would become darker because they're caramelized. They would look like little hockey pucks or la rondelle. I want one, Julian said. Mm, please? Regulus laughed. <laughs> I thought you might. Sirius watched from the bed as Remus pulled on a long-sleeved white shirt. The cotton clung to his strong shoulders, and he shook the sleeve out over his watch. Sirius could see his star necklace through the thin fabric. Remus pushed his sandy hair off his forehead and looked up at the shelves again, patted his dark jeans, and then turned the closet light off. He stopped when he stepped out and raised an eyebrow. <laughs> That's not exactly what I call dressed for guests, who are showing up in... He looked at his watch. Ten minutes? Sirius stretched out against the bed. You look good, Loop. I'm wearing jeans and a shirt. I said, you look good. I don't care what you're wearing. Remus smiled and knelt on the mattress. Then, in that case, you look good too. <laughs> I'm naked. Then, what's that on your face? Sirius groaned. It's tradition. He touched the dark beard on his cheeks and chin. He was keeping it short and neat rather than letting it grow wild like some of the other guys, but he still felt a little self-conscious. It isn't that bad. Remus crawled forward until he was poised over Sirius's body. You know you look good. He leaned down to brush a kiss over Sirius's cheek, feeling the coarse stubble against his lips. But this place is going to be filled with families in two seconds. Hmm. Sirius leaned up to kiss Remus's throat and Remus felt the scratch there too. Parents, Remus warned. Sirius kissed along Remus's jaw. Dumo. Sirius sighed. We should get dressed. Sirius, forced into a pair of tight jeans and a button-down by Remus, opened the front door to see Pascal standing there with Katie on his shoulders. Bonsoir, Pascal said. I come bearing hungry children and the most beautiful woman in the world. Sirius laughed and Celeste slapped Pascal's chest. <laughs> well, there's a Leonut cooking with a hope lupin, so I think we'll be able to help with that. Is Logan here? Adele said, pushing her way past her family. Yeah, in the living room. What, don't care about me anymore? She rolled her eyes and gave him a hard hug before disappearing into the house. Celeste gave Sirius a smile, looking after Adele. We're still missing Logan being just downstairs. You were a hard loss too, you know. Tramsy! Katie said and pointed forward. Logan appeared with Adele under his arm, and Pascal ducked down so Logan could take Katie into his arms. Salut, Katie. Logan pressed kisses to her cheeks until she laughed. Sirius watched them wander off towards the kitchen, then looked back at Celeste. I think it goes both ways. I am going to see if the chefs need any help, Celeste said and followed Logan and her daughters towards the kitchen. Sirius watched them for a moment and then turned back to Pascal. Where are Louis and Mark? Sleepover, 
Pascal laughed and stepped inside, handing Sirius a bottle of wine. I guess playoffs aren't that cool anymore. Katie seems to like Alki the best. <laughs> She'd make a killer center. Pascal scoffed. Killer, eh? Been hanging out with Remus. Sirius smiled. Of course. What about your younger one? Sirius closed the door and the warmth of the house picked up again. With the younger Lupin, down at the rink. Oh, they friends now. <laughs> I was surprised too. Pascal patted Sirius's back as they came through the kitchen. Kids are quick to forgive. Blow on the spoon first, Leo was saying to Katie. So you don't burn your tongue, and then tell me what you think. Logan laughed softly, kissing Katie's cheek again. Our entire dinner is riding on you, Monkur. Sirius watched as Katie blew very carefully on the waiting bolognese sauce, and then let Leo feed her the spoon while she held onto Logan's neck. His eyes found Finn next, who had a look on his face that Sirius knew well. Sirius looked at Remus, holding a glass of wine and talking to Eloise Newt and Hope. Sirius could get used to this. Where are your parents, Dumo? Sirius asked. I'll fly them out when we win, Pascal smiled, knocking on Sirius's head, and then put a hand on his shoulder. You know, sometimes I want to shove you back in my basement and never let you out. But then I remember, you're not the same boy you were. One corner of Sirius's mouth lifted. <laughs> that would be threatening, coming from someone else. Yes, but you know what I mean. Wait, Sirius said and put his hand over Pascal's. I know. This has been a hard season. Your team is going to work hard for you. Pascal, Sirius said softly. Doomsha. Sergei's gruff voice called and he appeared beside them clapping Pascal on the back. Come play bubble hockey with me. I'm beating all the kids. OMG. No, he's not. Thomas yelled. I'll win, Pascal warned. We'll see you, lumberjack. Sergei patted Pascal's thick beard before retreating back towards the living room. Pascal tussled Sirius's hair once before following and Sirius watched him go. His memories of living with the Dumais felt at once distant and like yesterday. The earliest ones were covered with ice. He had been terrified of his own family and his new one. The later ones went from ice to slowly melting frost to a new spring soil. Pascal had done that, and Celeste and the kids, and Arthur and the team, and Remus. Sirius walked over to where he was standing with the two women. Well, if it isn't Sirius Black... Eloise smiled and kissed him on the cheek. Ha, huh, honey. Sirius, a little surprised, laughed. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Newt. Hope. Hello, sweetheart. Hope said. Nice party we have here. Thanks to you and Remus. Oh. Hope laughed and rubbed Sirius's shoulder. You have a beautiful house. It should be filled with your loved ones. A truly beautiful house. Mom, Remus laughed. You can stop telling Sirius his house is beautiful. Then I'll tell him he's beautiful, and probably solely your father. Sirius, my husband loves you. Tell me about it, Eloise said. Why, it's walking around with a sharpie. So if you see him, you'll be ready. Sirius huffed out a laugh. <laughs> I'm ready. He loves you. Not as much as Jules, of course, Hope said. Remus gestured to himself. Um... Of course, not as much as Remus. Hope and Eloise smiled at each other. I'll leave you two. I'm going to find that Potter baby. Eloise hummed. Hmm. I'm going to go convince Leo's boys to move home with him for the summer. Remus smiled. I don't think you'll have too much of a hard time. Oh, I know I won't. 
Sirius pulled Remus against his side, leaning back against the wall to look out at the scene of the kitchen. Remus settled against him. You know, Remus began and then cut off. Qua? Sirius asked. He looked down at Remus's thoughtful smile. Whether or not things happen... Sirius laughed, knowing that this was Remus's way of getting around, setting him off in a round of superstition. Remus looked up at him. We're doing pretty great. Hmm. I was just thinking that. Good. Remus tilted his chin up, obviously wanting a kiss, and Sirius complied. I can't believe we're getting on the plane tomorrow. Sirius sighed. Is Regulus still coming? Sirius nodded grudgingly. No matter how many times I tell him it might be a bad idea, even Minnie says. He lost his rookie season, Remus said. I think he needs to feel a part of this. He'll get harassed by reporters. So will you, and you're still going. Sirius smiled and pulled Remus in closer, wine glass pressed carefully against the small of his back as he looped his arms around him. That's different. Remus wrinkled his nose, is it? I'm the captain. I'm just worried. True captain's job, Logan said as he passed them, Timmy and Ollie in tow. I am, Sirius said after them, and when he looked back down, it was to be kissed by Remus. Dinner, Leo shouted, hope beside him, putting out a stack of plates. Y'all come get it. <sighs> I'm gonna die. Finn sighed, stopping beside them. The accent is so here right now, and I'm just... I'm gonna die. Arzy, are you talking to us? Remus asked. Alex looked up from where he was standing with Casey and Natalie. Just ignore him. He's a fucking puppy. I'm pep-talking myself. Finn took a long sip of his drink. For life. Alex patted his back. Okay, fish. Get it together. Stop yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you. You're yelling. I'm telling mom. Alex scoffed as they walked towards the food. You can't tell mom. Sirius snorted and pulled Remus away towards the plates to serve themselves. Game one was rough and fast and disappointing. When Sirius had first skated out, the hisses had been deafening. Remus had watched from the bench with his nails digging into his palms. The snakes had won 3-0. Close, but not enough. Casey had made 40 saves. Elias Cook had taken a puck to the knee, and Remus knew even before evaluating him that he might be out for the run. Snape had been vicious, but so had Sirius. The locker room had been crowded, the families wonderful, but adding pressure, and Remus was more than happy to watch Sirius collapse onto their hotel bed. He was still in his game suit, but it was rumpled. The steely color had faded as the adrenaline did, and he looked tired. Fuck, Sirius sighed and raised his chin to look at Remus. Why are you standing over there? Come here. Remus laughed and chucked his bag down before falling beside Sirius onto the bed. Hell of a game, Remus said, and that's just game one. Yeah, Sirius replied and then was quiet. Riddle's a good goalie. So is Casey. No, I know. I just, we really couldn't get a single shot then. I'm just happy we weren't at home. God, Casey's probably just kicking himself right now. Nat's here, and his family. She'll talk some sense into him, Remus said. After a moment, he groaned and sat up again. Speaking of home, we should pack for the flight back tomorrow. Sirius groaned, come back. Remus laughed. We have to be out the door at six tomorrow, and I know you won't want to get up early to do it then. Just put your suit away. That's all you brought anyway. I just played an entire hockey game. 
Sirius suppressed a smile as he took one of Sirius's ankles and pulled off his shoe. The world doesn't know you're like this. No, I could tell them, you know. Sirius laughed, <laughs> that you undress me. Remus smiled. When both shoes had clunked to the floor, he straddled Sirius's hips, hands going to his belt. You're right, maybe not. Sirius smiled and let his head fall back with a groan. Fuck. Remus let Sirius pull him down against his chest. You're so hot, but I'm so tired. Oh, no way. We were not about to have sex. You are waking up at six in the morning and you're playing the game of your life the next night. Sirius let out a content sigh. Hmm. Remus pressed a kiss to his neck and then reached for the buttons of his shirt. I think we have to go to the Nenth Harder, Sirius said thoughtfully as Remus pulled him into a sitting position. I think we need to get a handle on our power play, Remus said, pushing Sirius's shirt over his broad shoulders. He kissed those too. I think Coach should put Finn back on it. He's ruthless when he wants to be. Sirius hummed. Hmm, yeah. Him and James do well together too. Will you murder me if I watch some tape? You're going to sleep. I just want to see that second period play, you know. Trems was offside and no, Caro didn't push him. Remus smiled when Sirius made a face. Believe me, it happened right in front of me. We were going to score. I know. Remus bent to kiss the scar on Sirius's cheek, then the one on his lip. But that's hockey. Sirius kicked his pants off once Remus stood to go to his own suitcase. I wish we had come out of the gate strong, that's all. Remus snorted, tugging off his shirt. <laughs> nice media lingo there. Sirius rolled onto his stomach with a groan, then pushed himself into a standing position. A moment later, Remus felt his chest against his bare back, their skin warm against each other. Sirius's hand stroked over Remus's sides, dipping into the muscle that cut along his hips. You haven't even asked me how my ribs are, Sirius said against Remus's temple. Remus could hear the smile in his voice. You always ask. I know you're better. Remus leaned against him, tilting his head to the side when Sirius began to kiss his neck gently. He put his hand over Sirius's. I know we didn't win, but you were amazing tonight. He turned in Sirius's arms and wound his fingers in his dark hair. You see everything out there, huh? <laughs> I try, Sirius said softly. You do. Remus kissed him, then again and again. Don't get in your head, baby. You're good. Sirius let out a breath, lips against Remus's cheek. I'm glad you're here. Remus wrapped his arms around Sirius's waist and held him there. Just tape for like ten? Remus pressed in closer. Nope. Sirius's laugh rumbled against his cheek. <laughs> Come to bed with me then. It was better to be back in Gryffindor. Remus didn't want to admit how much of a weight it was off his chest to be away, to have the team away and Regulus. It had been fine. Regulus hadn't been bothered, not yet at least. They would be on a plane back to Slytherin tomorrow, win or lose. Shitter McFox, Thomas said loudly. We gotta win this game. What? Where do you come up with these things? Sergei sighed. I don't know, Thomas said, and he looked thoughtful. They come to me. Makes sense though, right? Sergei made a barely affirmative sound and returned to taping his stick. T, Remus said, smiling a little at the conversation. He held out Thomas's shoulder pads, fixed it. Thomas took it and clutched it to his chest. Sick. Thanks, Loops. I love you. 
Remus smiled and turned to the room. Does anyone need anything? There were a few murmurs of no, and Remus let out a breath. Okay. Remus glanced at his watch, 20 minutes until they had to be out for warm-ups. Sometimes it was strange thinking about the snakes in this very building doing the same thing they were. Taping sticks, getting dressed, stretching. Remus's eyes found Regulus, who was sitting in Sirius's stall while Sirius stretched out on the floor. They were talking intently, no doubt about the game. Regulus seemed to be drawing plays out on his palm, Sirius nodding along, then pointing as if to correct something. Remus smiled at the sight, then walked over and crouched by Sirius's shoulder. Sirius looked up, hands around his ankles, stretched out in front of him. Hi. Hi, Remus replied and glanced at the door. Sirius blinked. Oh. And I'm out. Regulus sighed and stood. Sirius stood, too, adjusting his snapback and catching Remus's fingers. Yes. Yes. Now? I thought you could use a pick-me-up. Sirius cursed under his breath, grinning. <laughs> he already looked flush with it, with just the thought. And Remus wanted him. Badly. Sirius was on his heels until they got to the PT room, looking carefully out into the hallway before shutting the door and turning the lock. He was still smiling when he turned, gently taking hold of Remus's hips and backing him against the exam table. I love you, he said into his first kiss and then into the second. How do you want me? Remus hooked his fingers into the band of Sirius's spandex and turned them so that his back was against the table, cushioned by the padding. Sirius leaned down to kiss along Remus's neck. Remus reached down to cup Sirius's cock through the thin material of his spandex. Just like this. Jesus. Sirius breathed. Fuck, we... How much time? We have time. Remus knelt on one knee, then the other. He pulled the spandex away to reveal Sirius's cock, half hard but twitching as it filled. Remus's heart beat faster, his own cock beginning to press out against his thigh. Sirius's hand was gentle against the back of Remus's head as he took him into his mouth, sucking on the damp head. Sirius half laughed, half moaned, brows drawing together a little as Remus took him down further. He was fattening up to full now, slick and heavy in Remus's mouth. Ah. Remus looked up to see Sirius's head fall back. The tension fell out of his shoulders. His back arched a little to find abs flexing through the thin material of his black undershirt. Yeah. Remus sucked harder, keeping a hand wrapped around the base of his cock, stroking softly in the way he knew Sirius liked. Sirius was already spilling thinly over his tongue, bitter and warm. Remus pulled off to the head again, pressing his tongue to the slit hard and making Sirius jolt. God, Remus. Sirius choked the words out, cock slicking itself more as Remus reached down to cup his balls and stroke behind them. Sirius widened his stance, welcoming the touch. Oi. Yes. Remus stilled and pressed his hands behind Sirius's hips, coaxing them forward gently. Sirius blinked down at him blearily. You... You want me to? Remus pushed Sirius's hips forward more insistently and looked up. Sirius's fingers tightened in Remus's hair. Merd. His hips fucked forward almost on their own. Re. And Sirius complied, fucking himself into Remus's hot mouth in slow strokes. Remus was hot and aching in his own pants and he reached down to push them under his balls. He moaned at the first touch and Sirius picked up his pace. 
Remus breathed in through his nose, smelling Sirius's slight sweat, and fucked his fist in time to Sirius's hips. He was heavy on his tongue. Sirius's breathing was heavy, eyes dark and hair curling from under his hat. He was gorgeous and strong, and Remus didn't care if they won a silver cup when he had those silver eyes. Sirius's mouth was open, eyes tight with pleasure as he watched his cock sink in and out of Remus's mouth, watched Remus's hips move at the same time. Remus moaned as he pressed his palm against his own head, fingers tight around the shaft. I'm on. I'm gonna... Remus felt flushed and turned on by Sirius standing there, half-dressed before a game with his swollen cock looking like that. It was only a few more strokes before Remus felt Sirius begin to come in his mouth. Sirius's hips stilled, abs flexing in, and Remus bobbed his head, sucking him through it. Yes, yes, Sirius whispered, head dropping back again. He stopped breathing and grit his teeth. He pushed his cock into Remus's mouth once, twice. Ah, uh. Remus pulled off when Sirius made a soft, sensitive sound. Sirius took one look at him, chest heaving and dropped to his knees too. Baby. Remus's voice shook, fist quick on his own cock. He needed to come so bad. Sirius just pushed at his shoulders, laying him back until he was against the carpet and Sirius had him fully in his mouth. He worked Remus with his mouth quickly, groaning around him, and Remus's hips arched off the ground to meet the heat. He came hard, forcing his eyes to stay open so he could watch Sirius. They lay there for a moment, Sirius panting with his cheek against Remus's hip, before he pushed himself up and positively beamed at Remus. Nice and clean, he said, and surged up and kissed Remus. I fucking love you. Remus wrapped his arms around Sirius's neck and licked into his mouth. I love you. I love you. You're gonna play so well. Sirius smiled into their next kiss, biting at Remus's lower lip. I am now. Sirius pulled back with a questioning noise when Remus started laughing into their next kiss. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remus laughed through the words, stroking his hands over Sirius's cheeks. It's like an entire new experience kissing you with this thing. Sirius grinned and rubbed their cheeks together. You like it a little bit. I know you do. Remus smiled into the kiss but didn't answer, instead carefully tucking Sirius back into his spandex and patting his butt. See you out there, Captain. It was Sirius's first home game back and playing. Instead of the normal pump-up songs, the Lions had a special pre-game video on the Jumbotron. When the lights went down, it played the first notes of Back in Black. At first, the song's notes were spaced out, remixed. It was hard to tell what the song was echoing through the stadium. As soon as the crowd figured it out, though, they went wild. And then an image of the back of Sirius's jersey, slow-motioned, played ahead of him walking down the darkened tunnel to the ice, his last name shining in glossy letters. The fast clips of Sirius's tricky skating feet. A goal from the season beautiful and impossible, until Sirius did it. Remus's heart pounded. The crowd recognized the song. Hogwarts roared. Remus laughed on the bench, popping a piece of gum in his mouth. Marlene's a genius, he shouted over the noise to Moody. <laughs> she is. <laughs> he laughed gruffly. 
Finn and Logan crashing together after a goal, Leo's bright blue eyes focused from behind his mask. We're ready, his accented voice said. We feel ready. James and Sirius's famous one-two plays, Evgeny, mountainous and bear-like, Pascal and Logan, the French-Canadian father and son, came Frank's voice, and then the clip cut, bleeding together into a hole. Pascal and Sergei, helmets pressed together. Thomas, proud and tall, flipping a puck right between the goalie's legs. Walkie-talkie! Walking the walk! A waving rainbow flag being waved by numerous fans. Remus felt tears building in the back of his throat. He wished he could see Sirius right then. Frank's voice over the speakers. Lions fans, welcome to the Stanley Cup Finals! He drew out the next words in the way he always did. Your Gryffindor Lions! The snakes skated out for warm-up when the lions did, insignificant and dark in their black away uniforms. When the lights came up and the lions were out, Casey raking up his crease and the others doing a lap on their side of the rink. Remus saw Snape's eyes flick over from behind his visor, but that was all. Arthur was bent over his calling card with some of the assistant coaches monitoring the various players. How does it feel? Remus asked Casey when he skated over to the bench for some water while Leo warmed up in the goal too. It feels good, Casey said. It... James skated up fast and stopped hard. Blue. Remus raised an eyebrow at him. James, you ask me this every game. I really don't know how. Remus trailed off and crossed his arms. This is a superstitious thing, isn't it? James, looking only a little guilty, smiled. Blue? Remus handed it to him. You are all insane. Liz, you're back in, Leo said, opening the bench door. Casey tapped his butt with his blocker and skated back out. Is he okay? Remus looked back at James. He had his contacts in, adjusting one with a knuckle. What? Remus asked. Who? James looked over to center ice where Sirius was tracing the lion's logo with the puck. Remus could see the fans filming him, or maybe it was Cooney down on the ice with his legs in the air, stretching. You know how Cap gets, James said. How much did he beat himself up over the last few nights? Remus sighed. Oh, he tried to watch tape. James snorted. <laughs> of course. I didn't let him, though. I hope I wrestled him into bed. <laughs> no. James's face was already lit up. Not like that, Potts. James laughed loudly, reaching with his stick for a puck to take back out with him. Sure, Loops, sure. Logan and Finn were standing near Middle Ice together waiting for the wraparound shoot. Logan was laughing at something Finn was saying. He took his helmet off and put it back on again like he did with his hat. Cute, huh? Leo said, and when Remus looked over at him, he grinned. Remus laughed. <laughs> Proud of yourself? Very. Remus found Sirius again. He was at the far side of the rink, pushing a stick over the glass for a little kid. Yeah, me too. The horn went to signal the end of warm-ups, and the team skated back towards the bench so the ice crew could get rid of the shaved-up ice. Sirius jumped the boards in front of Remus, and Remus could already see the game taking over his expression. He was chewing the inside of his cheek, tapping various teammates and talking fast directions to them. Go hard here, ease off this, cover Malfoy on the power play. When the lights went down for the national anthem, it felt sudden. Remus's heart jumped in his chest. Sirius glanced at Remus as he pulled his twelve necklace out from within his jersey, smiling before bowing his head and holding the pendant to his lips. 
Finn had his hand on Logan's shoulder, Logan was holding his necklace, Leo was behind both of them, close and shuffling from skate to skate. Remus looked over to the snake's bench. They were still. Their eyes were ahead. He thought about Regulus up in the lion's box with the other families, looking down at the red and green. He wondered, not for the first time, if Sirius's parents were here. He hadn't asked. He didn't want Sirius looking for them, even subconsciously. Things didn't get interesting until halfway through the second period. The snakes were mirroring Sirius's line, calling Snapes out whenever Sirius jumped the boards. Malfoy was on him like a magnet, hammering him into the boards and getting penalties called on himself for slashing. What kind of fucking strategy is this? Finn said before climbing back out onto the ice for their fourth power play of the period. Sirius was circling with one of the refs, talking with his hands, his mouth guard, and one of his palms. All right, boys, James yelled. All right, all right, here we go. Not a single goal had yet to be scored and the crowd was anxious for one, shouting at every moment a lion was close to Riddle's net. Sirius, seemingly giving up on the referee, sat up across center ice from Snape. He spat something that made Severus sneer and Remus. Remus couldn't deny that it sent a new wave of heat through him. Sirius was all hockey now. His eyes were on the cup. The Stanley Cup wasn't in the building yet. It was too soon. But it would be. Remus's throat got tight when he thought about it. He'd never been this close. He never thought he'd be this close. The puck dropped. Sirius scooped it back to Finn and darted into the snake's zone, wrestling against Malfoy still. He shouted for James, but Snape intercepted the pass, sudden and sloppy in his strokes, and carried it back to the center zone. Malfoy, though, was too busy with Sirius. The puck went careening towards the boards, momentarily alone, before Finn was there, catching and carrying it towards Riddle. He faked once, waited on his toes twice, and then shot it above Riddle's left shoulder. The goal horn blared in red lights. His hands went up and so did Sirius's, Logan shouting from beside Remus on the bench. Fuck, Harzy, He said, and Leo and him shared a smile. Remus clapped with Hogwarts, glancing up at the Jumbotron to see the score change from 0-0 to 1-0. Finn jumped the boards and Logan pressed their helmets together in the split moment that they met while leaving and getting onto the ice. Finn was sweaty and grinning. That's what we're doing! Thomas shouted. That's what we're doing! Sirius stayed out and Remus smiled. He wanted a goal, Remus could tell. He and James circled each other as they talked, heads close together so the others couldn't hear him or read his lips. Remus patted Finn's shoulder. Good getting us going there, Harz. I'm good at getting boys going, Loops. Remus snorted and Leo shoved him. Riddle was making a slow lap around the crease, eyes on Finn on their bench, then moving over all the way across the ice to Casey, resetting too. Remus looked between them, and when he returned to Riddle, he saw that he was spitting words at Snape and pointing to Casey. The lights changed, calling a TV break. On loop, c'est bon, Sirius said. He put a foot up on the board, stretching. Remus hesitated, then nodded. I, yeah. Your ankle? Is it stiff? No, just stretching. Sirius smiled. Warrior. Hey. Remus tried to smile back, but he was watching Casey approach the bench. Hey, Case. I saw two loops. Casey said, squirting some water in his mouth and glancing over at Riddle. Believe me, that guy's eyes practically glow like the ones on his mask. Just watch out for any bad plays, Coach said. That goes for everyone. I mean, Casey shrugged. If he tries to get a goal by ramming into me, it'll be no goal. I'm not worried about the goal, Blizz, Coach said. I'm worried about you. One corner of Casey's mouth lifted up in a smile. Well, shucks, coach. All right, coach nodded. Let's be careful and play hard. 
There was a chorus of, yes, coach, and Pascal's line went out for the face-off. What exactly did you see Snape and Riddle do? Sirius asked back in the locker room. He was smiling and wearing the lion's hat token that Logan had given to him after Sirius scored two goals in the third. They had won the game 4-2. The series was tied for now. Nothing really. Remus was bent beside him by James taping up a sore calf. It was just a look, but... But that's all it takes with Riddle, James said. Thanks, Loops. That feels better. Go easy on it. No running on the plane. I don't do that. Yes, you really do. Well, I am a responsible father now. I didn't see them try anything, Sirius said, glancing over at Casey. But I'm not sure that makes me feel better. Remus sighed, running a hand over Sirius's knee and using it to push himself up. Me neither. But hey. Sirius looked at him and Remus tilted the brim of his hat back so he could lean down for a quick kiss. We won. Lupin love, Thomas shouted. Remus laughed. <laughs> Do you need something, Walker? Sirius! Remus didn't have time to look behind him before Julian was barreling into his back, arms around his waist, and gazing at Sirius. Those goals were so good! Sirius smiled. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. On the wear the hat. Really? James leaned in. Be warned of the countless sweaty heads that has adorned. We can't wash it. I want to wear it. Sirius placed the hat on Julian's head while the other families filed in. Remus saw Alex give his brother a tight hug, Leo's dad going up to clap Logan on the back. Chris's daughter went running to him and he scooped her up with kisses. Julian had fast become friends with Regulus and was running to show him the hat where he was standing with Leo. Sirius rose, locking his hands around Remus's lower back. Want to come cool down with me? Remus smiled, palms on his chest. Oh, we'll cool down, will we? Yeah. Sirius pressed a kiss to Remus's cheek, beard dragging against his skin. You know, relax all our tense muscles. Remus wound his fingers in Sirius's sweaty hair. <laughs> I love you. Go shower. Sirius pressed a last soft kiss to Remus's mouth. Don't leave without me. Never. Sirius's house was warm and quiet when Hope unlocked the door. Hope turned to Sirius once they were inside. I made some spaghetti for you, Sirius. I thought you might be hungry. Sirius laughed. Hope, do a zoonage. He said you're an angel. Remus smiled, and he's right. Remus makes the best post-game sandwiches. Sirius pulled him close. I guess I have you to thank for that. Oh no, that'd be Lyle. Hope smiled, pulling a covered dish out of the refrigerator and turning to the microwave. Lyle and Remus always make sandwiches together after his games. And me, Julian said, sliding into a chair at the kitchen table. Right, Dad? Every game, Lyle smiled. Best part of my day, bud. Can I go skate, Mom? Julian Lupin, you are going right to bed. Do you know what time it is? I'll let you miss school for this and your bedtime. But there is a line, darling. But we're having spaghetti. Hope raised an eyebrow. Did you just play a full game of hockey? Julian sighed. No. Okay, then. Hope stroked Julian's hair. Go get ready for bed, okay? Take Dad with you. Come on, Jay, we'll watch some of the post-game. Remus watched Julian and his dad trudge upstairs, then turned to Hope. Mom, let me do that. We have a long flight tomorrow again. Why don't you go rest up too? Hope looked between them and laughed, understanding. Well, if you insist, I'll just leave you two alone then. My son the chef. That's new. Remus snorted. <laughs> it was new like four years ago. Hope smiled and kissed Remus on the cheek, then serious. See you two tomorrow. 
When the microwave beeped, they shared the bowl with two forks, ankles tangled below the table. Are you really worried? Sirius said after a few beats of silence. He twirled his fork in the noodles and held it out to Remus. About Casey. About Snape. Remus took Sirius's fork gently into his mouth. I don't know. I know he's worried. He's nervous about his thigh, I can tell. It's like you, early on with your ankle. Timid. Sirius nodded slowly. Do you think I should talk to him? Remus shrugged. It couldn't hurt. Casey's strong, but it's always good to hear you're good. Sirius's smile was sly, if not a little sleepy. <laughs> so I learned today. Eat so we can sleep, you frickin' sweetheart. Sirius laughed and pulled the bowl towards him to scrape the last of the noodles towards him and into his mouth. After putting it in the sink, he bent over the back of Remus's chair, arms around Remus's chest. Bed. Remus tilted his head back for a kiss. Bed. Slytherin was cold and the snakes were vicious. Remus looked up at the second period clock running down as he prodded at Sirius's left shoulder. Sirius was breathing heavily, moody holding cotton to his bleeding nose. Malfoy was in a similar state, being led to the penalty box. <laughs> Finally got tired of him being all over you, eh? Remus said, then more firmly and loudly to be heard over the Slytherin crowd. Do you have to go back to the locker room with me? No. Sirius yelled, batting Moody's hand away and swiping across his own nose. The bleeding had stopped. I'm good. Allez. Remus nodded, replacing Sirius's shoulder pad and pulling his jersey back down over his arm and shoulder. All right, go. Love you. Sirius breathed and then hopped the boards to go to the penalty box. Remus couldn't help but smile a little as he watched him and Malfoy spit words at each other through the glass. Coach leaned in. He okay? Remus nodded. He's fine. He looked back over the penalty box at Malfoy inside. Blondie's not gonna leave him alone this whole series, huh? That's their way, Coach grumbled. Stick to you like leeches. Sirius knows how to handle it. Evgeny and Jackson made their way back onto the bench. Just take your time. The word will come to you, Jackson was saying. Coons, you can't get frustrated like that. Evgeny grumbled something in Russian and Jackson just nodded along. Nedo, skorgol, he ended with. I'm trying. They were down 3 nothing, and Remus looked back at Casey. He was tense in his own head. Remus would give anything to be able to talk to him. The puck dropped Logan on the faceoff. They were four on four, Sirius leaning forward in the box, probably hoping for a jack-in-the-box goal. Snape carried the puck in easily, past Ollie, deking around Pascal only to be crushed into the boards by Timmy. He lost it for a second, but Logan flubbed a pass and then it was on Caro's stick. Shit, Remus swore under his breath. Kara was ruthless, a fast skater. He pushed towards Casey closer and closer. Despite everything, Remus wasn't expecting him to ram into Casey, disregarding the puck entirely and knocking them both into the net. The goal horn blared and Caro didn't even look up as he skated off the ice and down the tunnel. He knew he was too dirty to be allowed back in the game. Some of his team members patted him on the back. Remus felt sick. Remus leaped up, and Casey stayed down. The ref was blowing the whistle hard. Fucking interference! James shouted, voice breaking with how much he had been at it. Fuck! Casey hit the ice with his stick as he rose slowly, so slowly. Sure enough, the referee skated out hands and across, signaling there was no goal. Just as suddenly the crowd started to sing. At least, at first, Remus thought it was singing. Then he recognized the sound. Winter, the crowd was saying in a long, drone-out drone. It was haunting. It was over and over again. 
Winter, winter. They were taunting him. Casey was lapping his goal. He was favoring one leg. He was keeping his head down. Coach, Remus said quietly. Coach, he's hurt. Let's see what he does, Coach said. Let's see. Casey's not reckless. He might be if the entire crowd is taunting him into it. We have ten seconds left. He can last ten seconds. We'll keep it away from him, Thomas said. His eyes were dark. Jesus, Case. The ten seconds went and the end of the second period rang out. Casey was down on one knee in his crease, head bowed. Then he lifted his gaze and looked right at Remus. Remus could only just make out his brown eyes through his mask. Casey gave a slight shake of his head. Walking back down the tunnel was a blur. Sirius was holding his hand until they had to part ways. Remus looked up at a TV as he passed and stopped when he saw himself. It was the moment from earlier. He had his hands up Sirius's jersey, checking his shoulder, while Sirius had his head turned close to him, mid-sentence, blood dripping down his face. Black and Lupin close on the bench this game, the show host was saying, and Remus scoffed. And what looked like a bad hit on Lions starting goalie casing Winter by the Snakes tonight. Lucky for the Lions, they don't have too bad a rookie. 19 years old, Leo Newt, Louisiana-born. Remus kept walking, pushing open the door to the quiet room where Casey was waiting for him, on his back, on the exam table. He had his bad leg stretched out. Hi, Case, Remus said softly. Casey had an arm over his eyes and he pulled it away slowly. Hi, Loops. You okay? Can I get you some water or a bar or something? Casey just shook his head. No. Let's just, let's get this over with. Just tell me. Remus bit his lip, but nodded. Okay. I'm gonna take your shorts off, all right? Casey nodded and Remus worked quietly until he was stripped to his underarmor and Remus could feel his strong muscles and tendons. Remus was gentle and quick. Casey wasn't a player who liked things sugar-coated. Well? Casey asked in a rough voice. It, it has a light tear, I think. Remus said softly and Casey closed his eyes. I need you to rest, Case. Don't think I haven't seen you pushing yourself. I know it's frustrating. Barely. Casey grit out. I've been barely pushing myself. It's it's just not. There was a knock at the door, making them both look up. Natalie poked her head in, and the moment Casey saw her, he pressed a palm over his eyes and sucked in a sharp breath of tears. Case. Natalie was rushing forward, the door falling shut behind her. She rubbed a palm over his chest, the other in his hair. Hey, baby, you're all right. She kissed his forehead. You're all right. I'll give you two a second. Remus said quietly, and she nodded. Thanks, Re. Remus felt overly hot and heavy when the door closed behind him. The hallway looked busy and loud with staff members. Remus. Remus turned at Arthur's voice, meeting worried, stern eyes. Tell me, Arthur said. These injuries are tricky, Remus managed. They're easily aggravated, and... And I should get Newt warmed up? Yes, Remus said, even though it hurt. Yes. Arthur pressed his lips together and they stood there a moment, the chaos around them. I'm going to see Blizz, Arthur said. Tell him he's good. Natalie's in there. I think you should give him a minute. Arthur nodded. Oh, okay. Go see the boys. I'm coming back in five to go over strategy. Okay. Remus managed a tight smile and headed for the locker room. Sirius was on him in a moment, sweaty and stripped down to his pads and socks. No, it isn't good, Remus said before he could ask. Where's Leo? Warming up, Sirius said. Fuck, re. Loops. It was Evgeny. Blizzard is okay? He asked. The rest of the locker room quieted to listen. Remus shook his head. 
he's okay, but he's done for the season. Remus turned to Sirius and took his hand. Are you okay? Yes, Sirius said. Are you? I feel horrible, Remus said. I should have watched him closer. I should have. I knew how hard he was being on himself. I've been there. Re, this isn't your fault. Did you see that hit? Carol's out of the game, and he's gonna get a suspension for that. It was completely insane. They'll just replace him with bones. You know they will. That's their whole strategy. They don't care how hard the hit is. They don't care about their players. Regulus cut in. He was standing with Pascal and offered a humorous smile. Whatever makes the game easier. And yet their motto is always pure hockey. Pascal shook his head. I need to find Leo. He's with Finn and Logan, by the bikes, Regulus said. Remus nodded, pressed a palm to Sirius's cheek, and turned away. Leo was stretching out on the floor in his spandex, Logan and Finn talking with him as they kept their muscles warm on the bikes. They looked up when Remus entered. Is Nut in? Finn asked. Yes. Leo sat up. Is Casey? But he trailed off at Remus's expression. Fuck. Liz. Logan sighed, raking his fingers through his sweaty hair before hanging his head, elbows on the bike handlebars, and feet slow. It had been Logan's missed pass. This isn't your fault, Trims. We just have to hope for the best. But get warm, Leo, okay? You can see him after. Leo nodded. Okay. Not my first playoff game or anything. No pressure. At least my family's here. Leo let out a long breath and touched his forehead to his knees. My mama would cry if she missed this. Remus looked to Finn and Logan. You guys good? Finn nodded. Yeah, Loops, we're good. Remus pushed back into the hallway, hoping to get back to Casey, only to be met by Alice. He tried to duck out, but she walked with him. Coach says he's in, she said, gesturing to the door closing on the Cubs. He told me to come for you for news on Casey. Slight tear in the adductor longus, Remus said as they walked down the hall. When Alice just gave him a look, Remus sighed. <sighs> Inner thigh. So, his repeating injury. Yes, but... Remus stopped hand on her shoulder. They were at the locker room. Do me a favor, and don't put that in the press statement. I don't want him hearing that right now. Alice's expression softened. You're good to them, Lupin. Remus was already pushing the door open. They're good to me. Out on the ice, Leo was met by hisses and jeering. Finn and Logan kept close to his side as he marked up his crease, circling and tapping his posts. Moody chuckled from side Remus. Not superstitious, eh? Remus patted Sirius's shoulder. <laughs> that can only last so long when you're around this one 24-7. Sirius turned. Qua. Nothing, Remus said and shared a knowing look with Moody. Where's Blizz? James asked. Watching with Natalie and his family in the recovery room, Remus said, He'll be okay. You guys focus. Win this game for him. Remus looked out at Leo at Pascal on the face-off. The referee dropped the puck and the third period of Game 3 began.